Hi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're live. I know. And I'm just like sitting here. I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. I could do this. I could do this. And then I click go live. And then you and I are still like in the bottom in these little like thumbnails. And I'm like, why are we not in there? <laughs> Hello, I'm Hello, hello. So welcome everybody to the, the Jess and Allison show with no name, which is currently Jess, or not Jess, it is currently Gina and Allison for oh a, a few, a little while until Jess joins us. So yeah. we're having fun this morning. <laughs> hello, Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello. Oh my gosh, she's funny. So how are you doing this morning, Gina? I'm I'm good. I mean, it was funny because when when Jess she messaged me and she's like, "So I'm just wondering if you're free this morning." I'm like, "Well, it depends. Like when, what, what are we doing? What are you asking?" I'm like out in my yard with the one eight hundred junk removal people of all things. Oh, nice! Get my shed demolished and removed. Now I've had one quote, and they were my second quote. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe what the guy told me. And normally I'd be like, okay, I'll get back to you, whatever. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I can't do that. No, that's not <laughs> happening. I couldn't believe it. I was like, nope, thank you for coming, though. <laughs> oh, wow. It was like five times my first quote. I mean, are these people like... Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. That's interesting. <laughs> it was so crazy. But anyway. I've never, I've never scheduled anything like that specifically. So I have like no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I I mean, I know it's going to be a lot of work, but I was like, mm, not that much, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's been my morning other than work so far. But it's all good. It's all good. good. So this is a nice little, like, just jump in here and just socialize for a minute. <laughs> yeah. You guys have a t like, I, I haven't been catching these, which is that's terrible, totally but... fine. No, it's totally fine. Um, so we kind of just come on and just talk about whatever we talk about our weeks, it usually spins off into some sort of topic. Oh, <laughs> so, so actually, let me ask you first are you seeing the um, the comment example that I'm seeing? I didn't know if that's yes, like showing up for you too. Don't know how to get rid of it. I don't either. Maybe nobody else sees it. Maybe it's just us. Oh, I can. I can't <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> like I don't know what that yeah. is. <laughs> I don't know. Like I see all the comments. I don't know if you can, but I see I the do. comments. I do see the comments. And I gave just... you this this sample. It said to show it on the screen. Click it, and I thought that meant to show it. So I clicked oh. it and it showed it on the actual screen. <laughs> Which is an interesting concept, too, if we wanted to show people's comments live. Yeah. But I do feel like it'd be a little bit distracting. So we just kind of read through them. Yeah, no, that was, I was sitting here wondering how I was going to get rid of that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> We're all good now. Yeah, so so we don't come to this with like any preparation. <laughs> I figured like, if she was asking me to do it, that was the case, and she didn't tell me anything. She's just like, okay, just show up, <laughs> just show up and talk. So I was kind of thinking that it might be fun to talk a little bit about um, just some of the differences between like some of the, like the things that we have in our life going on right now, like whatever, whatever stuff is normally the, the crazy town, you know, that we deal with. I thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk a little bit about 
like our own experiences about how we are inside of those kind of craziness now after all of the personal work and self-development that we've done versus how it may have been before. It might be a topic that could be fun for some people. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. have anything fresh in your mind in particular, it's really easy to just kind of be like, okay, what was this week like? How would I have handled this in my former self? <laughs> I do that a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, I mean, you're talking about me personally. Yeah, we can both that. we can both talk about um, both of our stories. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, I said this to you yesterday, like the way I approach things, it's so much calmer, so much more like, okay, okay, so this is this. Like, what are we dealing with? Not like hair on fire, like holy crap, <laughs> yeah. calm, deal with this. And like just that calm. And the calm enables my mind. Obviously, I'm calm, my mind's calm, so I could think through it better. I mean, hands down, like my um, anxiety and like overreaction, or I, I wouldn't, I was never a dramatic person in terms of like drama. Mm -hmm. But for me, like it was chaos in my brain and worry. I mean, there's just truly in this world, the way it is right now, mm -hmm. multiple times a week, I'm like, how am I not like, locked in my house not going right. anywhere like how is that how is that possible and it's because my mind i mean it's not like this broken record playing up there yeah there's all this other stuff like i'm focusing on what i want to be like i can't do anything about what's going on in the world the same thing i mean mm -hmm. I, I a lot of people know my flying situation but i will tell it again um i'm a terrible flyer i've always been a terrible flyer I create these stories in my brain that are absolutely going to happen like the worst possible scenario. And someone on my flight is going to be the evil, like terrible person doing something. And this time when I flew in July, like I literally never once thought anything was happening. I just knew that I had to calm me. And my realization after the fact, as you know, mm -hmm. is that nothing about that, nothing about flying, nothing, no rules changed, nothing about security or TSA or the airport itself changed. Nothing, nothing about getting on the plane, listening to the um, safety measures, all of that. Not one single, single thing changed. And my experience was like dramatically, like when I say dramatically different, severely dramatically different <laughs> so if nothing else changed it's so wild <laughs> and I'm it's, like oh my god wait I think that a lot of people don't a lot of people think that they're the only ones that do this so this is kind of why I wanted to bring it up because when we are interacting with people we don't realize that the chaos inside of them is the same kinds of chaos that we're constantly dealing with too like, I, I, I remember talking with somebody um, uh, like a year or so ago, and she was telling me a story about how just the way that she, people often thought she was um, thinking things like, oh, like she was aloof or like not talking to them or something. But really in her mind the whole time she was thinking about like, what, what, how weird do I look? What are they thinking about me right now? What am I saying the right things? Like what's going on? It, there's this chaos that's always going on inside like the operating room mm -hmm. of our, of our life and our minds. And it's always like so much crazier than anything we're letting on on the outside, which is why mm -hmm. 
I'm always saying like, it's your internal world creating your experience. And we don't realize everybody else is dealing with these same kinds of things all the time. And yours is just such a, I love your flying example because it's like, yeah, that's exactly right. Like your experience with it was insane before. It would just like make you this into this. It was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. And literally nothing about it changed. And you had a totally different experience. I think that's so cool. Yeah. Like so different that I'm still like, whoa, like that different. Somebody yeah. just called me a rock star. I don't know who you are, but thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, and I mean, and then like what was even more amazing was that I didn't realize as I was going through it that I was what had changed. Mm -hmm. It never dawned on me. I was just like, I was so focused on the different behaviors I was going to have, which was putting in my earbuds and listening to something calm and not looking for the problem, like just mm -hmm. being in my own space. And it wasn't until the week after I was back, I had gone through three flights, never <laughs> once dawned on me that it was me. <laughs> that <Yeah. had> <laughs> and then once you realize that you're like, oh, I can claim that. Yeah. And as you pointed out, like use it in every single Everything. other, every single solitary other situation. Yeah. It's mm. like boatloads of evidence. <laughs> I always talk about evidence guys, because your brain is always looking for evidence to the negative. It's always like, let's look at all the information that tells us the worst mm. possible things, the negative things, all the bad stuff, all the ways we're wrong. And there's really, that's only like a small sliver of the story and the other parts of the story is that there's all this evidence for why we're totally rock stars <laughs> and we can do things and we're capable and we have those capacities and we can grow in all these ways of thinking. And so now it's just like, Hey, Gina, here's all of your, like, keep yeah. all of this evidence for all the future things. Yeah. It was wild. So, so yeah, I mean, just really, there's no way, the world itself, like that has always been a challenge for me, like mm -hmm. safety in the world. And, you know, just in, in my local, locally too, like just me, safety for me. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I am not obsessing over anything about what is happening in this world right now. I mean, it's stinks. And I do feel like I can, you know, Oh, Angie, it was you. <laughs> I can <laughs> see your name now. <laughs> um, it's really amazing. And I'm no longer like, well, why is that? How did mm -hmm. you do that? How I, I don't care how I did. Like, I'll just stay right here and just continue to use it and build and build. I mean, I'm no way, like, cured of that mind. Because mm -hmm. any day, like, something can happen right. to yeah. bring me back. But, um, yeah, owning it and knowing, like, that it's you, not, like, that constant, like, how did that happen? And what was the process? And what do I have to do next? I'm yeah. Not that anymore. It's not outside. Of, it's not outside of you. Yeah. 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 What are some of the things that are, I think it might be helpful for us to maybe share some of our own thoughts that are helping us right now. Cause I know that there's so much, there's like so much in the world right now that could just bring us down into debilitating states. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, um, for me, one of my, one of my biggest things that's, I have, I have intentional thoughts that I set in place to 
to think about things. Whenever I notice that something's really bringing me down, I always like to look at it and be like, okay, is that actually something that's in my realm of control? Is that actually something, is this like a pull because it's something that I want to do? Or is this just one of those things that my brain is using to just take me down so that I'm incapable of any normal functioning? Um, so some of my, one particular thought that has been helping me a lot especially like with this past week and a lot of this stuff is the thought that there are, there are good people out there in all the right places and they're the ones they can do things. <laughs> and I'm capable of seeing where I can have a part and having my eyes open for that and also continuing to do my daily life until I see that. <laughs> that's one of the things that's helping me a lot right now. Do you have anything that's kind of helping you with just, you know, all the chaos of all the things currently? Um, I don't know that I have an anchoring thought or a consistent thought in this, in that sense. I, I do know that I've just continually, like, I mean, I guess the safety thing, like I'm safe, like, mm -hmm. I'm, and the, the good, I mean, the point about there being good people, that was definitely something you had said to me prior to flying. Like, these people are all trying to just do the same thing I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, the majority of people that I'm going to encounter are good people would come to the rescue if something did, you know what, like mm -hmm. so realizing that in my small world um, or, you know, just me, my family, the circle of people I'm with, same thing, the places I go, it's just like, I'm just doing what I'm doing in the moment. And if something were to arise, like you said, where I have to change course or do something different, I would. But just trusting that, like trust mm -hmm. and safety, trust. I think those are two big ones. Trust, trust, big trust, one. me, like, trust me, trust mm -hmm. the people around me, trust the situation, tr you know, all of it, rather than thinking everywhere. And this so comes from my childhood, as I've said, um, that you have to be worrying about the people around you and where you're going. Watch where you're going, watch your back, watch who's around, watch. So yeah. very different. I mean, yeah. that was happening everywhere. I mean, it probably still somewhere like when, cause still around people or in social situations out in public, whatever, there are times that I still feel this anxiety, but overall, like that safety and trust is definitely probably the overwhelming thought that has prevented me from being in this anxiety ridden for months on end, which I have been before. Hmm. Yeah. Safety and trust are such anchoring things. Mm -hmm. Like they are so important. And it's really true that a lot of us come from families of origin that, you know, haven't necessarily, or there, or there's been some kind of skewed understanding of it. So it feels like it's conditional in some way. And we have a hard time wrapping our mind around those things, but yeah. that's really, really big. Yeah, it's that. I mean, even as I'm saying it, I mean, it's huge. Yeah. Like to be able to just go do what I'm doing and not worry about it. And, and you know, it still is affecting. Like, we're all aware of what's going on. And right. it's a lot. It's a lot. And then having kids brings a whole other aspect into it. And I'm just mm -hmm. in that even more for them than me, like sending them off. Like they're, they're still home now, but sending them off to school and trusting that they're fine and that nothing, you know, it, all of it. Like, we'll see how that goes. I'm actually, that's going to be the one, another big test, not the one, another big test of that feeling of 
trust, safety, not in your control, all's good kind of thing. So yeah. that's the newer, very new for me and different than any other time in mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, we can't always see everybody's names. If you have a Facebook user name, it's there because... are two. The two yeah. last comments. Hi, Gina with four hearts. Hello. Mm -hmm. I don't know who you are. <laughs> hello, everybody. <laughs> and then hello, everyone. I forget. I don't, Angie, I don't know how Angie changed her name in here. I always know you have to click on the link in Facebook that's there. But yeah, I don't know exactly how to tell you to do that. So. I'm sorry. Me neither. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I know you. I know you have a history prior to your work in, in what you're yeah. doing now. Yeah. So what? How? I, I want to say I'm <laughs> interviewing you. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I remember, for me, when I transitioned to different careers in my life, it was almost always because. I had experienced something yes. <laughs> that I wanted to help others to get through, whether I was fully through it or not. Yeah. So was there like one thing? Okay. There was a lot of things. There were so many things. I, I am a coach because I needed a coach. <laughs> yep. um, so yeah, that was. Oh, Jess is here. Oh, she's in the car. Oh. <laughs> Let me add her. Hold on. Okay. Hi. I don't know how this is going to work, but <laughs> oh, sorry. That's okay. Just welcome. I was I was just about to Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> that noise. I was just about to tell to tell my my story of of why I I needed a coach and got into coaching. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm just going to listen and drive. How does that sound? And then I'll just talk whenever I feel like I have something to say, which should be every 30 seconds or so. You know, I love that. <laughs> Gina, you're amazing. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so wonderful that she was able to get on here. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so I have, so I had a, I have a history of being a very very codependent person before i knew what codependency was like massively codependent and for anybody who doesn't know what codependency it's like basically where you like merge with other people and whatever they do you're just like along for the ride <laughs> and um never had any concept of boundaries i really wasn't taught that skill i really didn't even understand the concept because it felt like meanness <laughs> it's like i don't know how to not not give all of myself to whatever i'm supposed to be doing um, so very empathetic person, very fixer personality. I actually remember, I remember in my childhood thinking that the, the goal was always to have an environment that was very harmonious and very, um, you know, everybody was getting along. Everybody was really good together. And that, that was like my role, <laughs> like my role was to facilitate that at whatever needed to happen. So it was, I was very much, bye Jess, we don't know where you went. <laughs> it was, it was very much um, like, like any negativity was a bad thing. And I needed to be the person that was bringing the positivity. So mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, there was almost this like falseness happening about me. Like, 
I didn't know how to just be me if that was going to be negative and just show that because I thought that that was a bad thing. I was going to be criticized for that. I was going to be, you know, there would, there would be some type of, or it just was wrong. I think I had that in my mind. Like it was just wrong. I wasn't supposed to be bringing that to the table. <laughs> Jess, you're cracking me up. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like my history. And then it's, it showed in, it showed like I had now looking back, I see it in a lot of my relationships, but it wasn't necessarily really obvious that anybody could necessarily call those things out or teach me. Although I did, I did find this, this like totally made me so angry. Just recently I found this old box of, of information and papers. And there was like this, um, this questionnaire, or it was like a, a self-development questionnaire before I went into college that somebody gave me. And then there were these results and there are these results that basically said get into therapy. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> because it was, because it was like, you don't basically saying um, you have a very like narrow way of thinking. You don't have like a lot of openness and allowing to seeing things from different perspectives. You're seeing, seeing things in this very certain way and it has to be very black and white like therapy would be really beneficial. I, when I read that, I literally just found that this year. I was so angry. I was like, wait a minute. Somebody knew all my issues. <laughs> Somebody knew them and I didn't know it until I was in my thirties. Like, how is this possible? I don't know how, like, I never looked at those results. So I went through, I, I got married really young. I met my husband really young and um, it was all of this stuff carried through our relationship. So our relationship was really like a, a catalyst for all of this to show up because we both had a lot of codependency stuff. We both had no concept of boundaries. And mm -hmm. my side was always like, oh, well, I just need to give more. I just need to like give more of me and more of me. And, and I just felt like I became such a small person. Like I was just at the whims of is this pleasing for everybody? Is everybody happy? It, everything had come to such a degree of like, I don't even know my own opinions. <laughs> I don't even know like what I want and what I like because everything like, I'm just here to serve the greater good, right? Like that was totally how I saw everything. So um, that obviously is not sustainable <laughs> at all. Um, and when I was, with pregnant with my third child, it was like my body was like, shut your face. Like you're done. We're not doing this anymore. We're not living with this like chronic stress that you put inside us at every cellular level anymore. And it just like completely was like my body breakdown here. It was, it was really, really bad. I've actually never experienced anything like that. I was having panic attacks like left and right. And it was it, it was really bad, but it was also like in the middle of my pregnancy. So there was all this terrifying fears of like, I really need medication, but also like, I don't know, like I'm pregnant and I don't know even how to be a person right now in my life. And I have like these two little kids I'm taking care of. And I have also this marriage that's completely falling apart. Everything kind of all came to a head at the same time. <laughs> so that's when I um, got into therapy. <laughs> and before then it had kind of felt like therapy was, um, like not just for lay people. I don't know if other people kind of mm -hmm. understand that. It was like, oh, therapy is like the extreme stuff. 
right? Yeah. And I was like, but I never had extreme stuff. I never had extreme traumas. I just had chronic trauma <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. So therapy, therapy kind of blew my mind wide open where I, where I saw it, it basically gave me a whole vocabulary, like a whole landscape of, oh, this is actually more of reality. This is how people interact with each other. This is psychology of the, why my mind's doing certain things and why all of us are interacting this way. And it's not actually because it's supposed to look that way. It's just because of all these different collections of personalities. (laughs) So, yeah. So that was a, that was it something that really like opened my eyes to it all the thing about therapy though and i love therapy i I do highly recommend therapy the thing about it though is that i never i still sort of felt like i wasn't in control it was kind of like okay this is this is all the information now what do i just like walk away from this in order to have something different i that's kind of what it felt like i was like so am i supposed to like not be in this marriage does that just mean i'm not supposed to be here does that mean i'm just supposed to be like in a different life but i'm not and i don't really feel like i just want to leave necessarily so that's where it kind of felt like a lot of management but i still felt like i didn't really have control and that's when why i think i was so primed for coaching when i found coaching it was like within a matter of weeks i was like oh my gosh, I, I have control. I can actually like go into my mind and like parse out the thoughts and choose them. What? <laughs> the thing I can do that. I, I actually remember when I first started coaching, my coach challenged me. It, it's, it, it's a very, it, it can be very challenging at first. Cause you're, you're kind of like, what do you mean? I don't, I can think like, I'm not supposed to think this way. I don't understand. Um, she challenged me on some things and I was, that I had held very deeply as beliefs. And she was like, is that really true? I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course it is. And she's like, well, does, is that like true across the board? Could you prove that in a court of law? And I was like, um, what are you saying? Like, what, do you, what do you mean? And really at that point, it started to become a, kind of a game. Like, oh, I can, I can look at what I'm thinking and I don't have to just believe it. I can just see it and notice that I'm thinking it and then think about if I wanted to believe it. <laughs> I started to have options for, for choices of things and it radically changed my life, like real, like real fast too. And I was very primed from therapy, I will say that, but um, mm-hmm. I don't think that necessarily matters. I just needed a lot of therapy personally. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's it's really crazy now because now I'm in a state and I, like you and I have talked about, I can be calm in any situation. Like obviously my, my nervous system, my body will respond and react to things, but I can recognize it and see it and kind of almost be outside of it and still be like, okay. And I can still breathe and I don't have to be like this. Like mm-hmm. all like hands up in every part of my body. Awesome. Yeah. So can I share with you that I had a check-in call with Clutter Boss Academy yesterday and because you work with them once a week, there mm-hmm. were like um, maybe five people on that check-in call who their win was that they were in a situation with family members where they were able to separate themselves from their emotion and just like not respond mm-hmm. in a way that would have been like negative or not helpful or, you know, 
they just listened, said okay, and walked on. And like, <laughs> that's huge. That's huge. That's that's huge. huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really, a really big deal. I, I think yeah. that people don't necessarily even see it as like such as big a deal as it is. But if you have, when you start to get that skill, you are in control mm-hmm. all the time. And doesn't yeah. you don't have to control other people? That's what you know. I spent so much of my life doing. Yeah. <laughs> Let me control you, so you so you think the right thoughts about me that I want you to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. people tell me via email and social media their true thoughts about me. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh. <laughs> and. I find that not a helpful thing to do. <laughs> not a helpful thing. No. No. Nope. You you being out there, this is the thing about entrepreneurship is like you you're putting yourself out there and and people can be jerks. <laughs> and so it's really good that you have the skills to know how to to cope with those things. I don't always have the skills and sometimes I have to call Gina and just vent to her or to Colleen or to somebody else because that's part of the skills. The other thing is that I have a virtual assistant who deals with like 99.9% of the complaints that come in, which helps my mental state like tremendously. So mm-hmm. that's a positive also just not seeing it because I truly believe that if you were face to face with me, you would never say the things that you would write to me. So it's like the story of social media, right? Yeah. 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 It kind of it kind of drives me crazy because I'm like, I I love people and I'm a social butterfly and I want community and communication. And there's also this double edged sword about all mm-hmm. of all of this access and the way that people interact on it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes like, I don't. I, Come get coached, I guess. I don't know what to do with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, that is a big one. That's still, I'm gonna, that I'm gonna remember that because that's still one thing. Like family members that are just so I'm like building out like a little video about when like you join my lose you guys. No, can you can you repeat it? I didn't hear what you just said. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Because <laughs> I'm driving. <laughs> so fun. Oh, I was writing an email. I'm like setting up this whole new like system for when people join my like giant Facebook group. And in the like in the like instructions, like I'm not going to let anyone join until they read the email and watch this video. And in the video, it says like you have to in our site, our Facebook group we expect you to act 10 times nicer than you would in any other scenario like we need to raise that bar so high for social media right like Mm -hmm. so much higher like it's not just like you have to be nice it's like you have to be nicer than you've ever been in your entire life because things come across so nasty when they're written down and out of context or they can come across that way right so yeah that's what i'm saying to everyone and then inside the video there's a secret code and when they get the code, they can join the group. So they have to watch the video. <laughs> that's so anyway. That's so smart, Jess. That's yep. such a good concept. Yeah. 
love Ten that. times nicer. Ten times nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's my, my goal. Yeah, that's a good goal. I love it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Jess, what do you, what, how was your week? Um, <laughs> it was full of, um, ups and downs mm -hmm. and my kids came back from sleepaway camp after a month away. So that was definitely a positive. Mm -hmm. And then we have our ongoing renovation situation that was full of, we're at the point like where there's a lot of little problems and I apparently am the person who has to deal with all of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there was that. Um, and I just, I don't know, it's uh, the rebalancing act, right? Today is my daughter's birthday. So we planned a birthday oh. party for tomorrow, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> As I do. Like me. <laughs> and yeah. stuff I do. <laughs> Because I try not to stress over these things or over plan them because the kids just want to have fun. And also when you're 12, your friends change basically every 10 seconds. So I wanted to make sure we were like, you know, inviting the friends of the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's how I feel about like the presents. My, my son's birthday is the end of the month and he's like, have you bought me anything yet? I'm like, you know, you keep telling me different things. So I was just been kind of waiting. <laughs> okay, so I have, um, I, I would like to admit something, and I feel like I might be judged on this one. So Never. before you judge me, <laughs> so yesterday, so all that Stella wants for her birthday is makeup, which I don't wear, and clothing, which I don't care about. So <laughs> and also, um, if you've seen like stylistically what 12 year olds are wearing right now, you might find it confusing. Like I find it a little bit confusing. Um, so in fact, I was, I don't know if you're, you guys probably don't, your girls, well, I don't know, Gina, maybe your daughter, but I don't know if you guys are familiar with the website, Sheen, S-H-E-I-N. It's like a direct from China, like clothing manufacturer that is like the thing for teens right now and it's like completely pornographic so oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway <laughs> just oh saying gosh. like but that's like what's like in i guess so i don't know so i actually uh, we have a close family friend and they're they have a daughter who's 17 so i i had that her, their daughter go birthday shop for all of stella's presents i just gave her money and i'm like makeup and clothing <laughs> So I didn't actually do any birthday gift That's shopping. Brilliant. I I hired it out. <laughs> That's you hired it out to somebody who knows <laughs> who's, yeah. who's who's in the same <laughs> No, that thing is brilliant. <laughs> That's awesome. Have you seen it? Have you seen the stuff? Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Makeup and clothes. You can put on primer first. Like I didn't know that. Who who knew what primer is for mascara? So, <laughs> like, what are you? What? It's like this, like paste. It's like Elmer's glue that you put on first, and then I guess the mascara 
sticks better. I'm not really sure what it does. But um, did you guys know about mascara primer? I had no idea. I think I've heard of that. But like, I feel like I was younger when I, I don't know. I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of, I've heard of primer for your other makeup, but not for mascara. No. No, it actually comes out the other end of the tube, and it's it literally looks like Elmer's glue. In fact, I kind of bet that it's Elmer's glue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I mean, and I really, like, I hate, like, I think my girls are beautiful. I hate it when they wear makeup. I really do. And I have to really bite my tongue because... I don't want to like squash their individuality, but I did put some parameters around it recently because like, I just want to see their beautiful faces, you know, not yeah. with like, Oh my gosh. It's like a unicorn of like <laughs> color. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so, so my daughter is, um, is 11 and she keeps like every now and then, not, not a lot, but every now and then I'll be like, are you wearing mascara? <laughs> like, did you put mascara on? Where did you get that? <laughs> She'll like sneak into my stuff. But um, she doesn't do it very often. She still has so much beautiful, just like youngness about her. It's it's partly her personality. She's just always struck me as she still feels really, really young. But she's kind of like, she's still like in between. She's like definitely getting so much older. But there's something about her personality that I'm just like, I just want to like bottle up this little innocence and just like keep you over here. Cause I just, it's so darling, yeah. It's precious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. We're beyond my daughter, that I mean, she's, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, yeah, my daughter's totally into makeup. Like truly, like, I don't know if you guys have Ulta near you, but constantly, can we get an Ulta, oh, yeah. can we get an Ulta? And I'm like, oh my God, no, we don't need any more stuff. But then when she does makeup, it's so, like, and she only does it in the house. Like, we're not, she doesn't wear makeup anywhere, but she does it so subtle. Like, it's just so nice. But then she takes, she takes blush for whatever reason and she puts it, I gotta take my glasses off. She puts it across her nose, like all here. And, and I'm like, Chloe, blush doesn't go here. She's like, I like it. And it's like all covering her whole nose. And I'm like, no. That's like the shiny, like, highlighty stuff. And she's just home, so I'm like, okay, just so you know, like, when you do, you know, and I try to tell her, like, the right way to apply it, but she's like, I like it. And, you know, like, her nose is all shiny. <laughs> so we're at the, like, I don't really know how to use this, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my daughter and I, I've, I've just been, so this has been a fun thing that I've been noticing because I'm about to start homeschooling and I'm like, oh, interesting. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> my, anytime I say anything to my daughter about like, no, not like that, like do it like this, like this is like the way you do it. There is this like battle that ensues. So I'm like, okay, I need to like learn why she gets so instantly defensive. I'm sure it's something from me. Like there's something that I need to change about my posture. <laughs> so I have some growing to do with my kids, you guys. <laughs> oh, we deal with you the same gotta, thing over here. I mean, yeah, you, you gotta bite your tongue, right? Because like they're so independent and that's what you want. 
And like mm-hmm. every time you say, do it this way, not that way, which believe me, I say like a million times a day though, like you're taking away that ability for them to learn and you're like, oh, but it's wrong. <laughs> like you can't put blush on your nose, <laughs> but you can. <laughs> this, is, this is my, this is my fast track growth that I'm about, oh my to, gosh. about to embark on. Yeah. <laughs> I just need yeah. to learn to just like, okay, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. If like whatever mess that happens, it's not a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, it is tough. My I daughter, have, I, she's I, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just thinking. Exactly. Like, I was just thinking. I think that, like, the biggest, so I, my older daughter is turning 15 this year. Yeah. No, 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 go. go. Oh, no. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything that important other than that I was seeing my mother in me. <laughs> oh. And then I was like, oh, there's... There's what she's seeing. Okay, so this is this is what I need to. This is this is the work. <laughs> now you go. Who are you? Me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think just has a delay. Oh, I think just has a delay. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Um, no, I was just saying, my daughter is like. There's so many things that are like. Can you just clean up after you're at this space? Can you just do do this? Oh, if you want to do that, too. and I've just started like the cleanup stuff is. I just keep nicely saying it, but like the things that she's doing wrong, and I'm just like, can I show you? I've started saying, can I show you how I or how so you know whatever, instead of just like, that's wrong. This is how you do it. Because mm-hmm. she is definitely, she is super independent herself. She definitely does not follow anybody else's style stuff. Like, you know, she wants to wear the clothing that's in. But then, like, if you don't say anything within a few days, she's like, even my husband was like, why is she wearing these really long baggy t-shirts all of a sudden? I'm like, I don't know, but don't say anything. <laughs> you know? So that if you don't give it attention, they... I guess they, you know, eventually just move on to something else. <laughs> yeah, this this is really this is really the stage, isn't it, that I'm entering into, where I'm like hands off, like get the grip off, like I don't need to control anything that's happening yeah. here, because I do want to encourage the independence. I don't want to stifle that at all. Yeah, well, you guys, you're ahead of me. I think your daughter's eleven. Mm -hmm. so mine is going to be 11 in two months not even two months okay so she's still a little younger but anyway yeah well Jess is ahead of me Jess you can teach us yeah (laughs) teach us the ways (laughs) hire people to shop for their birthday gifts (laughs) the most important thing that I've learned yeah exactly hire people to shop for your birthday gifts and then (laughs) what I really had to explain to my older daughter can you hear me or no now, we can yeah. hear you. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, oh. All right. Hold on. I'm actually at my house. Right I'm going oh, to no. stop <laughs> and maybe get a like better cell signal. But okay. <laughs> Hi. All right. Hi. Um, is there still a huge delay? It no, it's better now. <laughs> so the most important. Oh, good. Okay. The most important thing that I've learned with Anastasia is that 
she because I freak out about like little things in her like you know in the history of her being my child I get upset like over little things like cleaning and you know I'm like oh my god you gotta clean your room or like whatever which I've gotten a lot better about but um when there's she assumed that that would mean that I would really freak out about big things and so we've had a couple of big things happen and they've been really good it's been really good for her to see me not freak out and to understand that like you know, there's a difference between little freakouts, which are no big deal, and the fact that I'm going to handle a big issue, like, with just very calm and no, like, you know, so that's been a good, dis- like, thing to distinguish at, when it comes up to that um, with you guys and whatever you're going to deal with with your teenage girls or preteen girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've noticed, I, I've just, it's got me thinking about, like, of course, like my my one side of my brain is like oh look at all the things you did wrong (laughs) up until now but that's not something i'm choosing to focus on um but i have noticed like these this sort of um it's like something it's like beliefs that have formed inside of her based on interactions that we've had and then that are now kind of coming out and like oh i'm not, not wanting to tell me things or like wanting to kind of like not not like trying to be secretive, but just thinking that I'm going to react. And so just kind of like mm-hmm. keeping it over here. And I'm seeing that now I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. So I need to start like to work in the direction of like calm mommy, <laughs> calm mommy that doesn't, that doesn't, isn't going to like have an edge to anything. And you can talk to me and you can be very safe here. Cause I feel like I've developed I feel like my kids feel very safe with me in a, in a lot of the, the ways that really matter to me. But I do feel like there are some places where I haven't developed it. And so now I just need to start getting more intentional about it, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there probably Here's is the, no okay. right way to do it. <laughs> no. Here's the other thing that I'm noticing as a mom of like a teen and an almost teen my kids get text messages from their friends all night long so i have their phones in my bedroom at night and in the morning before i like give them to them i look at all the messages and they get like snapchats instagram messages um text messages google hangout messages like everything you can possibly imagine throughout the night so i just want to say to all the parents out there if you do not have your kids' phones locked up, they are texting other kids. <laughs> like they are interacting at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Take the freaking phones away. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. take the wow. phones away. You have to take your kids' phones away. You cannot expect them to not be on them all night long. I mean, and this is lots of kids. Just based mm-hmm. on what I see every single morning, I'm like, here you go. 25 messages came in last night, you know. Wow. Does this just make your head explode? Because like, Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm still feel like I haven't learned how to get a handle on my accessibility and messaging things. I am so like nervous for my kids. Mm -hmm. I just, it's such common sense that your kids can't sleep with their phones, right? It's such common sense. And parents, if you're listening to this, Grow a pair and take those phones away because it is insane. It's insane what goes on overnight. Like, and I am so pushed to the limit with what I see on my kids' phones every day. 
you need to look at your kids' phones. You need to. You need to. Like, their mental health depends on you to regulate it. I don't know why I just got so worked up, but (laughs) sorry. (laughs) No, you're right. It's a big problem. It's a huge problem. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're not taking your kids' phones away at night, they're on them all night long, and they're messaging with other kids, and they're, like, getting into things they shouldn't get into and sending things they shouldn't send, and they just shouldn't be on their phones at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I don't care that it's still summertime. Like, kids need to sleep. What? How do you deal with it during the day? My kids don't have phones yet. I'm scared of them. So um, I mean, you know, it's well, Gina. Why don't you say how you deal with it? <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, I feel like I'm lucky in the sense, like my my daughter is just getting a phone because she's going to middle school, and that's when we gave my son one, and she knows that. And of course, my husband's like, "Well," I'm like, "I don't know. They're different things." But anyway, she's getting a phone. My son does not abuse his phone. He's not a very social. Like he has his group of friends, and that's it. And I've never had to worry about him, so it's not that. But honestly, with my daughter, I already know. Like, that phone is not going in her bedroom. She, you know, I will be checking. I'm even looking for apps. I don't know if you have one, Jess. But somebody recommended Life360 to me. Like, you can tell where they are. Oh, yeah, we have Life360 on their phones. Yep. Do you like it? That's what I'm looking at. I love love Life360. But, I mean, that's just to kind of, like, monitor where they are. It doesn't, um, which is awesome. Like, that's good. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. Um, it, so we we did have an issue with one of my daughters, and I actually purchased software that could download every deleted like message and everything on her phone. And so <laughs> I was like, it's like such a huge hassle. So I plug her phone in, download four hundred million things, and I'm like, oh gosh, now I got to go through all of this. So I just showed her that I had this software, and I said, listen. I'm going to go through all this or you're just going to tell me what I'm going to find. I mean, one way or the other, we're going to get to like with the bottom of what's going on. And so she just came clean with everything that was happening. But um, now they know, like I have the software, I can download everything that's been deleted. Okay. So if there's something you feel like you need to delete, you need to actually show it to me. Um, And that's like, that's our general rule, but it's, it's so hard. It's so hard because they use their phones for school also, which adds a whole other layer of complication to trying to take your kids phones away. Now during the summer, they're not at school, but you know, we just, you know, I, we just, yeah, it's just, it's, it's complicated. We have general rules that we follow. No phones at at mealtime. Um, you know, you can only game and my kids aren't really gamers. They play Minecraft. That's it. But only you can only do, you know, X amount of time for Minecraft. Um, you know, we have a cutoff for the phones. You don't get them until you get your chores done. And then we, you know, by like nine o'clock at night, they have to be given to me. So, but it is really hard. Even with all of that, you slip, you, this, there's things happen. It's like, it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of stuff that happens overnight on social media with kids. Oh, yeah, it's definitely a lot. I mean, the one thing for me with my daughter, <laughs> like she will talk to us. I'm about reading the comments here. Oh, <laughs> um, she will talk to us, both my husband and I, about anything and everything. Like literally open book, 110%. 
And she's, I mean, I know she's not quite to those preteen years yet. I mean, well, 11, 12, she will be, but she's close. And the fact that she's already doing that now, I'm like, okay, maybe this is a good thing. And she's had the same core group of friends for a very long time. She is starting a new school and with more people from other elementary schools in the town. So we'll see, but I feel like I'm lucky in this area. It's still scary and it is still a problem for sure. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my, I'm reading the comments now too. <laughs> I've, I've seen that um, a little cage for your phone jail. I've seen that before, or I've heard of it. Actually, I haven't looked into yeah, it. Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, our kids are uh, our kids are attached to their we're attached to our phones and our kids are attached to their phones and I just don't believe that you can let your kids self-regulate their phone because you like no. I can't even self-regulate right. my phone very well, awesome. you know. Yeah. No. And they get like roped into things that you would never in a million years expect your child to get roped into because their friends have other friends who have other friends who have other friends. And so their like friend network is very wide and they feel secure because it's all friends of friends. Right. But mm. you don't know who those friends of friends of friends of friends are. And that's no. where that's where we've had like the cracks, like where people have come in that we would never let our kids hang out with who have, you know, done things that are completely inappropriate it's like well you know i'm like who is this person do you even know them and the girl's like oh yeah they're so and so's friend i'm like oh, okay right yeah 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 oh they definitely don't have the concept of like i've had to explain to my daughter like who is that that you're talking to and she'll be like oh somebody in the game i don't know whatever get roblox or whatever the other not the not minecraft the other one um and i'm like no you can't just tell you don't know who that is <laughs> yeah. talk to them so i don't think their brains think because this is what they're that's all they've known that this is totally fine if they're in this game that's fine i'm just playing a game and i'm right. like right, that's the scary part is that the younger kids i mean even the older kids like they don't it's all they've ever known so yeah a lot of stuff yeah it's the, the gaming is where they seem to make more friends that they're not really friends with right yeah. so yeah. and again my kids don't game that much but they're friends with kids who game all the time and that's right. like yeah the gaming thing is a whole i don't i don't know anything about the gaming thing but i am just so grateful that we don't do that because that's a whole other thing yeah it is yeah my daughter only has that one and it's i've watched her do it i don't, i think it's fine but it is the people that are in there that is the problem it's not the game right right you know? right uh, it's just there's all these like platforms to communicate on that as a parent you can't possibly know all of them right, right. like i'm not on snapchat i don't know how snapchat works but i know there's problems on snapchat mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah and I, I don't like yeah i know i mean whatever right there's so many platforms and there's specific you know things that hide i think somebody in the comments said this like there's apps that hide pictures and conversations and at the apps, you can't even see them. Um, I remember when we had one issue and I was going through somebody's phone, I couldn't even understand half of the things that they were typing because it's all in like another language. 
language. Oh, <laughs> it's like acronyms and like emojis, oh, yeah. like combined. I'm like, what does this say? What does this <laughs> <say>? <laughs> yeah. Is this mean? Is this not mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I know. Yeah. It See, is. Heather, Heather's saying strangers can get your info through your IP address. That is so true. I'm going to tell you what happened once my son was playing Xbox with, I don't know, in a party or something on his Madden game. And some kid was like bugging him. And I don't know what he said. He didn't want to play or he didn't want to do this or he wasn't going to do something. And the kid was like, or kid, whoever, God knows who it was. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to shut off. Like, I'm going to make you lose your connection or I'm going to kick you out of the thing. And literally within seconds, our entire house's Wi-Fi went down. No joke. Oh yeah. We lost our entire, and he even said it'll, it'll go off. Like he said, it's going to go off and it'll come back on at whatever time. And it absolutely 100% happened. I made the, my cable company give me a, a new, a whole new system because I was like, I don't want that one anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want that address anymore. <laughs> it was oh crazy. Gosh. Oh yeah. It yeah. was wild. Yep. Whatever the modem address or whatever it was, I was like, yeah, replace, give me a new one. <laughs> yeah. That's it was terrifying. Wild. It's weird. Yeah. Yep. I feel like I'm just like peeking into this world and I'm like, I don't want to be there. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Yeah, but the thing is, you have to go there because you have to teach your kids the skills, and no matter how painful it is, right? Like, oh, I know. This is the world that we live in. Am I getting an echo now? Right. No, I. What I mean is, is like I don't want to go there. As in, like, let's just freeze everything. (laughs) (laughs) Like you stay your age. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I. I know. Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know how we got there. Happy topic. (laughs) How do we wrap this up with with lightness? All right. (laughs) Let's make some. We need somebody to have a fun. We need a name for our um our thing today. Our podcast. So that could be funny. Give us a funny name for our podcast. Lots of shifts. Oh. All right, keep them coming. <laughs> How to hire out being a mom so you don't have to birthday shop for your daughter? <laughs> oh. oh no, Angie's freaking out now. We started. We started yeah. the call talking about how we stay calm now. <laughs> yeah. So, so maybe we could bring that back into this realm as well. Oh my gosh. We can still stay calm. It will still we can still have trust. We oh can create God, our own safety. <laughs> Angie, don't freak out because now you know the more you know, the better it is. That's like yeah. that's what I've learned. Don't freak out. <laughs> just don't you freak know, out. put just, parameters around technology. <laughs> Yeah. Niceties for the soul, where the shift hits the fan, makeup and modems, the teenage years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Heather. That's funny. That's a good one. Oh my gosh. That's a good one. Hmm. Calm for now. <laughs> well, Gina, thanks for stepping in for me. Oh, you're welcome. Calm for now. Yeah. 
you missed my story about what I was doing. Well, you knew what when you called, I was or went whatever, you know, walkie talkie, whatever. Um, I was the one eight hundred junk people were here. They wanted thirty one hundred dollars to demolish my shit. Are they nuts? I was like, do I look like do I have stupid? That right seems now? like a lot. It is a lot. I had another quote already. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, no thanks. And I was telling Allison, I would have said in the past, what? I would have been like, no. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, I'll, you know, we'll let you know. But I was like, oh, yeah, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not happening. Thank you, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, no problem. <laughs> well, I appreciate yeah. it. And Allison, it was nice to see your beautiful face today. <laughs> it was good to see your beautiful face. I've missed you. <laughs> I was like, it's been so long. I know. And actually next week, next week I'm out of town on Friday also because I'm going on a last minute backpacking trip. So um, oh. with no cell service, otherwise I would do this from the trail, but no way to do that. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll, but maybe we'll let somebody that can pass. fill it again. <laughs> We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Have so much fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. That's exciting. Oh my gosh, there's good comments here. Okay. All right. Well, you guys have a great day. Hey, viewers, thank you for viewing. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for being here for our conversations. We love it. We love it. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Stay calm. Stay, Stay calm. calm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, bye, have everyone. Bye. <laughs>